It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk cheese. Recorded live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is me and Ben Louie. Uh, yo. Are, yo, yo, yo. Uh, we are doing uh, Happily Ever After, uh, which is a six-session program to teach people how to choose the right partner for them so that they could be in the relationship of their dreams with the partner of their dreams. And um, so all they're doing is their favorite things with their favorite person, in their favorite places, for the rest of their lives. So that's, that's what this program is designed to do. So, um, the program is based off of uh, an insight that I've learned, um, that I've seen to be true. I don't see nothing breaking the, the, uh, the, the idea. And that is that um, human beings go through three developmental stages when it comes to relationships. The first uh-huh. stage, The first stage is knowing how to get somebody. Yep. Usually, most of us try to, most of us figure that out kind of like by the time we get out of college. And some of us are blessed enough to marry our high school sweethearts, and it would be a good choice. And so when that happens, there's really nothing else for them to do uh, because they handle the third thing at first. But when people, uh, if people got out of college and they did not marry their high school sweetheart, then uh, the next thing they need to do is learn how to, once they get somebody, learn how to keep them. That's the second stage of development in relationship. Learn how to keep somebody. And then what happens is once you learn how to keep somebody, you almost nobody knows that they actually know how to keep somebody because if they've been with somebody for a year or longer, they're walking around saying, well, gee, I don't know how to keep somebody. Yes, you do. The problem is not knowing how to keep somebody. You've got the skills to make somebody want to come around you know, customer service, nice, romance, sweetness, you know, blending your lives together. You know how to do that stuff. You just ain't doing it with the right person. So the third problem is knowing how to choose the right partner in the first place. That's what this program is about, understanding how to choose the right person. Now, um, it doesn't take a whole lot to figure out how to choose the right person, but you need to know a few things. And um, and then you also, in addition to knowing the things you need to know about yourself and your partner that you want to have, then you need to know how to stop problems from happening, stop problems from creating problems in your relationship. And what I've discovered is that there are five main problems that happen in relationships. And once you understand and can recognize those five problems, yeah, from that point, from that point forward. All you're doing with your favorite person is doing your favorite things in your favorite places because you'll be able to get rid of the problems that instead of hanging around weeks, months, or years, like in minutes, hours, or a day or so. And and so I'm going to go into all the details. You'll hear about it. But um, the five biggest problem areas are not knowing who you are. That's the number one problem. Almost nobody knows it. That's part of the reason why it's the number one problem, <laughs> because you don't know it's a problem. 
it's a lot like doing surgery before we discovered there was such a thing as germs. We didn't know why people were still dying even though we were doing surgery because the germs was killing them. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's the problem with not knowing who you are. So that's the number one problem. The number two biggest problem is not understanding the opposite sex, not understanding gender differences, not knowing what to do about it. Number three problem is not managing emotions. Not managing emotions is not the same thing as not knowing how to manage emotions. Is that you don't even know you should manage them. So we cover that. Then the fourth biggest problem is dealing with breakdowns. You know, they talk about a landmark. Life is empty and meaningless, and is empty and meaningless, that is empty and meaningless, right? Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Well, we don't consider that when we have breakdowns. So uh, you got to take the emotions out of breakdowns, but I'll tell you how to do that and what you need to do and all of that stuff. And then the fifth biggest problem is miscommunication, not communicating effectively. Because people think because they know how to talk, they know how to communicate. Not the same thing. So... Once you figure out all of those things, I show you how to do your favorite things with your favorite person in your favorite places for as long as y'all both shall live. And that's what this program is about, successions. And if I didn't have to take a long time to explain and help you learn how to resolve the five problems, it would only take about 15 minutes to teach somebody how to have the relationship of their dreams with the partner of their dreams. It would only take about 15 minutes. That's because relationships are as simple as driving, bro, and, and, and just about as easy. So what I mean by easy is there's some times when it's going to be hard. You know, you're going to have a death in the family. Somebody's going to have to have surgery. You're going to have to, you know, move out of the house or, you know, stuff is going to happen, right? You know, you've got bills to pay. So, you know, you're going to have things that you're going to have to make decisions about, actions to take. You may not like them. They may be difficult for you to deal with. But then it's not like they're complicated. You know what I mean? Yeah. Complicated is not the same thing as hard. Complicated is just not understandable. Hard is is the opposite of of simple. Relationships are simple. You're going to learn that. And then, you know, I'm going to be a man to support you around keeping this grounded and all that other stuff. So was that pretty uh, clear what I just said? Yeah, it's pretty clear. Great, 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 great. You'll experience it as more clear, more clear at the end. But in the meantime, we're about to get started. So, uh, anything you want to say about what I just said before we get started? Just check it. Do you have these notes somewhere? Yes. Yeah, you're gonna get the email after the call. Alrighty. Yeah, I'm gonna email you. You know the notes. So basically, I'm gonna tell you straight out. I'm gonna emailing you the manual. One session at a time. Okay, right? that's fine. Huh? That's fine. Beautiful. All right, good. So now, we're going to start with the biggest problem. We're starting at the top. Not knowing who you are. So I'm going to talk about the reason not knowing you, who you are is the biggest problem. Then I'm going to talk about the impact of not knowing who you are. And then I'm going to tell you what the actual problem is. And so I'll break that down, you know, a little bit. You know me, I'm going to read and then I'm going to talk. I'm going to read and then I'm going to talk. 
So uh, that's what I'm doing here now. So um, the reason why not knowing who you are is the biggest problem in relationships. So no one thinks, believes, has a clue, or could even imagine that they don't know who they are. People think that they just don't know this thing, or they don't know that thing, or they made a mistake, or they're learning, uh, but they know other things. Or how could you say such a thing like that about me? Or a million other things. Anything but I don't know who I am. That's not to say that nobody thinks that. There are people who do occasionally. Um, all right, I got to uh, I got to take this call. Damn it! Hold on a second. <laughs> All right. That's the person I've been trying to reach for a little while, and, you know, anyhow. All right, great. So, um, yeah, I, once in a while I, I meet people that say, damn, you know, I really don't know who I am anymore. That's a good sign. <laughs> you know, because we can actually, you can actually do something about that. But when you don't know who you are, chances are you'd be like, "What are you talking about, Willis?" You know. Yeah. That's because that's because we all know the complete history of our life. We know what we know, and we know what we don't know. But we don't know what we don't know. We don't know. You've heard that sort of, that phrase before, I'm sure. Wait. Yeah. So, not knowing who you are when it comes to relationships is like being a dog who goes outside, gets away from his master, smells something, eats it, doesn't get, doesn't get busted, but he didn't know he ate poison. He's happy, and nobody stopped him. But two days later, it's sick and coughing up, whatever, and, you know, on his deathbed, and did not have no idea that, that he ate poison. <laughs> so that's what happens to us when we try to, when when a when a woman tries to turn a play uh, a guy a player into a partner a relationship partner, or you get somebody who's a complainer or a bully or someone who can't take care of themselves, or whatever doesn't and won't ever work for you. Why do people choose partners, or try to make a partner, try to make someone their partner when that person isn't close to being a match for who they are, or what's going to work for them, because they don't know who they are. This means. They don't know how their decisions will affect them now or in the future because they don't know how their decisions will make them feel in the near future because they don't know themselves enough to know the difference. It kind of almost sounds like a tongue twister, but you can get that, right? Yeah. Uh, I agree. Are you going to explain the dimensions of who you are? Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, By the way, how this program goes is, First half of the call is about the problem. Second half of the call is the solutions. Hey, whatever works for you works for me. Yeah, so what I want to do is I want to take away everything that you might associate when I start giving you the solution. you would be like, oh, that's kind of like that. You know, I don't know if you know that. That's what Landmark does, you know. Um, that's what the Sterling Men's Weekend does. Like, they, they, they talk about all the problems and break down the problem. So then when you at the end of the after that end of that session, you'd be like, Well, if that's if that's none of that, well then what is it? I don't know what it really is. And then they can talk to you because your brain is free from from assuming anything. You know, you follow what yeah. I'm saying? It's called yeah. untraining your brain 
they have to untrain you so you start with a clean slate so you can learn new stuff. That's what we that's what this program that's how it's designed. I would I call it take away, give back. Take away everything that's not there and then give it giving back the real stuff. But you're right. Unlearning, clean slate, that's what this is designed. I like that that that, that description better. <laughs> you the man, thank you. Upgrade. All right. All right. So I've talked about why it's the biggest problem. Now I'm going to talk to you about the impact of the problem, which is when we don't know who we are, we can't see who other people are and don't really know what we like. We end up guessing and then become surprised that what we thought we wanted is something we really don't like or really don't want. Not knowing who we really are causes relationship communication and self-fulfillment problems because you won't know yourself well enough to say what's true for you, not because you're lying. It's because you don't know yourself well enough to choose what works for you, which will have you make choices that make you unhappy, but you won't until you get what you ask for. If you don't know who you are, how could you know who anyone else is? How would you know if you were, if if Mr. or Ms. Wright was standing behind you at Starbucks, next to you at a Christmas party or in front of you at a gym? Would you even be ready? Even if you somehow got them as a partner, could you even handle the abundance of love that would come your way? Ultimately, if you don't know who you are, there's really actually not enough coaching, advice, or therapy that will make a difference in the happiness and effectiveness of any relationship you're in. Somebody would give you advice when you don't know who you are. And so often it'll sound like somebody's trying to explain air conditioning to you and you're a caveman. Try explaining, if we had a caveman, trying to explain the air conditioning would be like crazy. Trying to explain how airplanes work to Julius Caesar. You'd be like, what are you talking about? Makes no sense. Damn. It's that Makes important. Sense? Huh? Say it again. It's that important. That's how important knowing who you are is. So, if you don't know who you are, your past will dominate your vision, your thinking, and your decisions, unless something else dominates it, like your emotional triggers or a scarcity mindset or your inaccurate beliefs, or your ego, or lack of effort, quality of character, your entitlement issues, your strong suits, your uh, intellect, uh, money, blind spots, so anything other than who you really are, and you won't know why things aren't working. Any of that sound like familiar or makes sense or both? Uh, yeah, sure. But didn't Landmark say that the strong suits are part of who you are? Yeah, but if you don't know it's a strong suit, you just be doing it. True that. True that. Right? So, like, who might me, my first strong suit is to be smart. But I know it, and I use it. So it's not even controlling me. Once in a while, maybe it takes over, but I use it as a gift and a self-expression. In addition to, it's like my strong, one of my strong tools, you know, strong suit. But I'm not like, you know, you heard the term, a ha to a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Yeah. Yeah. So 
my strong suit is not a hammer because I see lots of different ways to use my strong suit or when to get it out of the way. So, but I like it because it helps. It works. Now, I talked about I talked about why is the biggest problem. I just talked about the impact of the problem, and now I'm going to talk about the actual problem. Ready? Sure. Okay, great. Everyone thinks they know who they are, and at the same time, no one will ever know who they are completely because we're constantly growing and evolving. No one is the same at age 20 as they are at age 70. The reason we think we know who we are is because we remember everything we've been through. We remember the growth we've experienced, and we're much more adult now than we were 10 years ago. Because of this, we think we know who we are. However, how many people know their purpose in life? How many people know they're living true to their values 100% of the time? How many people know how to stay true to their values 100% of the time? How many people are willing to be 100% responsible for the things that happen in their life, for the choices they make in their life, for the actions they make and take in general? So, you know, my experience is that almost nobody. (laughs) Okay? And now, here are 10 clues that let you know that you know who you are. Like, this is a screening, screening filter. I was on the I was on the train last uh, on a bus coming from New York to Pennsylvania yesterday, and uh, this guy was sitting next to me. I, he said he's gonna call me today. Maybe call me after eight thirty or something. I don't know. But um, uh, he uh, I read him that list. I was about to read you. He said he's only he only can say one and a half is true for him. <laughs> I'm laughing because it's typical, but it ain't like you know what's wrong with your laughter. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Let me tell you. Let me tell you the ten the ten ways that you know, ten indications, indicators, metrics that you know who you are. Number one, you are happy with who you are. Number two, you change your mind very little. Number three, you make very few mistakes in the choices you make about yourself and your life. Number four, you can see through people often. I know that's one that I know you don't got that one for sure. My observation. Number five, you don't stay around people. You can't stay around people who don't know who they are. You find it difficult. Number six, you can tell who's mature and immature, and you cannot stay around immature people unless you're contributing to them. Number seven. You feel clear with the direction your life is going in, even if you're not happy with the results. The results don't discourage you from your direction. Number eight, you're not easily swayed by other people's opinions, even though you're fully willing to accept them as their opinion, not yours. Like, that's good. You got your opinion. Right? Number nine. Totally. Hello? Yeah, I said totally. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. People who know who they are can see that you know who you are and are attracted to you because of that. 
Number 10, you can only really be happy in a romantic relationship with someone else who knows who they really are. If they're not, if they don't know who they really are, you'll feel, they'll feel icky to you and uncomfortable for you to be around because they'll be counting on you to help them be happy when that's their job. Does, does this checklist sound like it makes sense? Uh, yeah, but we may have to review them again to talk fast. <laughs> you you want to go through them again? Are you going to go over them in detail? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's it. Okay. All right. So, number one, you're happy with who you are. Um, so many people wish that they could improve themselves or change themselves or, you know, they just don't have enough self-esteem, enough confidence. And there are people that are arrogant confident, but when they're by themselves, they feel crushed. They wonder who the hell are they? You know what I mean? Oh, that's pretty sad. Yeah, most people are walking around sad. That's why they want to get a that. That's why people that don't know who they are want to be in a relationship, so they don't have to feel sad anymore. It's almost like it's a, you know, a band aid on themselves when they got to take care of themselves, or the relationship won't work even if they pick somebody great to be with. Yeah, like. Some people um, can only define themselves in a relationship, like they don't yeah. know how to be alone. Yeah, the outside be, uh, world dysfunctional. Yes, the outside world defines them in their mind. Like if I have a car, then I'm important. Yeah, because they don't know who they are, so they're not happy with who they are. Because if they knew who they are, they'd be happy. Because they'd be like, oh, damn, God made me like this? Ooh. So that's that. Anything else you want me to say about that, or you got that? Yeah, I get it. I, I understand. Great. Number two, they change their mind very little. So, like, if I'm going to do something... Like, when I make decisions to, to talk to people or to, or to give my time away or to do whatever, I look to see if um, this serves me. So I'll give you a perfect example. If I was going to assist around Landmark, I need to be 100% clear of the value I'm going to get from the assisting, not from the people that I'm assisting with or for. I'm not counting on staff. I'm not counting on anybody else in the assistant program. Anybody else is going to be assisting with me. I'm not counting on none of that. If I can't get myself, regardless of what else is going on, I'm not going to assist. See, then I already know if I'm going to be happy or not when I go in. So you know, to give you a more specific example, if I assist in a in a seminar or, or some kind of uh, you know workshop or event, right? Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm only I only want to be in the room the whole time. So. If I do sound or I do the presentation when I'm doing the videos and stuff, I'll do that because I, I have to be in the room the whole time, which means I'm listening. I'm, like, reviewing the landmark forum or the communication course, and that'll be my value. Whatever else comes up is extra. You know, if I'm going to take on a part-time job, I need to know the value that I want, not because I'm just trying to make money. you got to be more than just money. You know what I mean? 
So uh, I see. Once I once I make a decision, I don't have to change my mind anymore. I have to be wondering, gee, should I, shouldn't I, should I, shouldn't I? No. I don't go so, so when you decide to do something, you have to first uh, make sure that, that you're going to learn something from it, at least. Yes. Learn, gain value, contacts, something. Something that I can be satisfied with when I get it. And if I don't get it, if I don't get it, it won't be because I wasn't trying to get it. You know, you don't get everything you want all the time, but at least you know you what you know what you wanted, and because you know what you want and you don't get it, you can tell why you didn't get it. But it, you never change your mind of your focus. It's like a compass. You decide which direction you want to go in, and you hold the compass and just keep going in that direction. You know what I mean? Mm. <sighs> can you repeat the part about not getting it. You didn't want it, and you didn't. Yeah, so um, perfect example. I did not. Really, I did the introduction leader program at Landmark in uh, 2013. I did not want to do the program, but but because I wanted to be a classroom leader for the team management leadership program, I did it. I went to the introduction leader program. And then I completed successfully, became an introduction leader. And then I found out that because I'm a relationship coach, I'm considered competition to landmark. So I couldn't become a classroom leader. So that meant, I, I, for me, there was no other reason for me to lead introductions from landmark. Because I got I to be dealing with my own business. So I'm not going to be able to benefit from doing working with them to benefit my business, I'm not going to do that. And so I left. Yeah, um, I was, uh, that's, that's life, you know. Excuse me? It's like a constantly flowing river. You just never know what's going to happen. Yeah. I was dating a woman a few years ago, and um, she was a great partner, man. We had a lot of fun, but she didn't want to do the type of things I wanted to do in life. You know, like I want to lead workshops. I want to write books. I want to like be out there as a relationship guy. That was the farthest thing from her mind. Even though if she wanted to, we would have been a great partnership. Oh my God. She was as good as I was. She just didn't, wasn't practicing. Not like, you know, training people that way. You know what I mean? She's just as good as anybody I know. Would have been a perfect partnership. She didn't want to do that. I couldn't be in a relationship with that. I know what I need and want. I'm not going to be changing my mind. Should I? Should not? No. When you know what you want and you know who you are, that helps you know. It forces you to maintain your standards. That's why you change your mind very little because you make your decisions based off the standards and the values that you choose. Make sense? Damn. Damn. All right. Makes sense, right? Yeah, this just reminds me of uh, a certain lady in a wheelchair. Um, mm. She just didn't give me the relationship that I wanted. So, mm. you know, I was with her for six months, and then I quit. Yeah. You know, it was painful, man. It was painful Yeah. yeah. to quit, you know? I know. But you got to be true to your values because that's who you are. 
But you can't be true to your values if you don't know who you are and you don't know what your values are. In many respects, knowing what your values are is the same, almost the same thing as knowing who you are. Almost, not quite, almost. So that's number two. Number three is very similar, which is that you make very few mistakes in the choices you make about yourself in your life. You don't look around, you, you don't look back later at the end and say, damn, I wish I had knew that. That doesn't happen um, because, you know, when you say, gee, that seemed like a good idea at the time, well, how was I supposed to know? Or any of that crap? That doesn't happen very much when you know who you are. You might make decisions that you don't like, but your decisions was based off of fundamentally you knowing who you are. Does that make sense? Yeah, um, this reminds me of I started working out a couple of years ago, and I've yeah. never looked back because I know that I didn't want to have a weak-ass body. That's just not yeah. does not fit my image of being a warrior, a saint yeah. warrior. You know, yeah. I had to go work out. You know, yeah. the most I've ever skipped is like a month. And that's because mm-hmm. I was going to another gym. So, yes. yeah, I don't that's, think I've ever skipped the gym more than two weeks in a row, ever. Mm, yeah, well, excellent. So, you know, if you think about some of the, uh, you know, pillars of our society, Martin Luther King, he made some choices that was mistakes. But that's because the, the, uh, the choices he made didn't turn out not because he thought he made the wrong mistake. It didn't turn out. Um, yeah. yeah, that really depends on the situation because he got arrested a lot. So I don't know if maybe he thought that was part of the process. Maybe he didn't want to get arrested. Well, of course he didn't want to get arrested. But, you know, it wasn't a mistake on his decision-making part. It was a breakdown in the process that was unpleasant for him. It didn't deter him in the least. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it was an obstacle. Okay. Yes, okay. that's the perfect way. It was an obstacle, but it wasn't a failure of decision-making. It was un, 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 uh, unaware of consequence. Or he may, in some cases, he probably even knew it after, like, you know, getting arrested four or five times. He probably figured he's going to get arrested more times, but he wasn't going to stop him anyhow. Right, because he had a dream. Right, and he knows who he was. So nothing was going to stop him from being who he is. Actually, I actually need to say that um, in another one, but I'll talk about it in a minute, you know. Um, Yeah, so number seven is tied to this conversation here, which is you feel clear about the direction your life is going in, even if you're not happy with the results. The results don't discourage you from your direction. That's what we just got finished saying about Martin. Make sense? That reminds me of Curtis. I gotta gotta tell you this. This only happened recently. Yes. You know, the founder of the Guardian Angels. Right. I'm sure he has a life selection. I mean, you know, the group is international. And a few weeks ago, well, you know, he doesn't like the Blasio. So he pulled a stunt in front of his mansion. Yeah. He tried to pack the flyers and shit. And um, the police arrested him. 
he didn't actually commit a crime. It's just that the Blasio didn't want him in front of his car. The police arrested him. Yeah. Mm. And there's a recording of a video, and Curtis was smiling as they handcuffed mm. him. Uh, so, I mean, uh, something uh, like that, right? Right. Exactly. Exactly. He can only do that. He knew he was doing the right thing. He didn't even care if he got arrested. Yeah. And uh, right. actually, two days later, they let him out because he didn't do nothing wrong. Right. It was a pressure tactic. Yeah. Yeah, he figured, oh, they're going to let me go two or three days. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, like a bit of foresight. Yep. Yep. So, number four is you can see through people very often. Not all the time. You can see who people are, what they're about, and all that stuff when you know who you are. It's like game recognized game, you know. You're a martial artist, and you're walking all, all of a sudden you can sense there's a martial artist over there. You look at a guy in the eye, you look at in the eye, you look at each other in the eye, the way, you're like, yo, what's up, bro? You might not say it, but you can feel the connection, you know what I mean? Okay. Oh, you you know, when you go to you go to an MDI meeting, yeah, you know these guys, but you also can see through them a lot of the time. You know, they go there, take off their mask. Um, you know, um, you, you get a chance to see what they're made of, what their values are pretty quick, pretty quickly, because you can see you in them. You can see if somebody's loving or not because you're loving or not. You can see if somebody's patient or not because you're patient or not. And who we are is these values. We're going to talk about that big time in the next, you know, in the second half of this call. But when you know who you are, you know what your values are. When you know your values, you can see the values of others. When you okay. see the value, when you can see the values of others and other people, you really know who they are because they're not going to do anything contrary to their values. Nobody okay. does anything. Nobody does anything contrary to their values because if they're doing something contrary to what looks like their values, what they're really telling you is they don't know who they are. Make sense? Yeah. Anything else about that or, or keep moving? Keep on moving. Okay. Number five, you can't stay around people who don't know who they are. You don't want to stay around. It's like you and you know who you are and um, you with somebody who doesn't, it's very uncomfortable. It's like you're being with a baby almost. And you got to take care of the baby all the time. And the baby don't know no, nothing about nothing. The baby's actually depending on you to take care of them and make them happy. It's cute if it's a baby. It's your baby. But that's not how relationships normally go when they're healthy. By the way, what I want to say is that um, people who know who they are can only be in people who know who they are in a relationship. And people who don't know who they are they not only don't know who they are, they don't even know that they don't know. And so they can't tell who knows who they are. And, I, and so what they end up in is in a relationship with somebody else who does not know who they are. So in effect, people who know who they are can only be in a relationship with people who don't who know who they are. So they can't handle even dating somebody who doesn't know who they are. Uh, and, then people who, and then people who don't know who they are 
they only could match up with people, who, other people who don't know who they are because neither one of them don't know. They don't know who they are. They don't even know the value of it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, does that, does that communicate? Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, what do you have to yeah. say about people who define themselves by their religion? That doesn't mean that they know, really know what their values are. Yeah, are they just a bunch of fucking bastards? You maybe, know? maybe that depends. That's on an individual base, case by case basis. Hmm. All right. I just yeah. think yeah, you should know who you are, but you can't, you shouldn't judge people, just other people based on your values. So Especially if not in the same religion as you. Well, see, someone that's using religion to define themselves is um, using, it's the same thing as getting in a relationship with somebody to define yourself or being skinny to define yourself or to be rich to define yourself. Like, I'm only going to be happy if I, if, I, if I believe in Christ. It's no different from that then. I can only be happy if I become a billionaire. Like, outside circumstances define them. In this case, religion. They're obsessed. And not all of them. I'm not talking about all of them. Okay, just yeah, a handful of them, you know? They're just batshit crazy. That's why I say it's a case-by-case basis. Because, you know, and I never said this before. I never thought about it the way you're saying it. It's amazing. Is that... um they are using religion to define themselves. That's, that's because they, they don't know who they are. Because there's dating sites just for Jews. There's dating sites just for Christians, you know. And it's a 2,000-year-old oh, really? thing, you know. Well, hold on to that thought for a minute or two, okay? We're going to kind of go in that direction a little bit. Okay? <laughs> All right. Okay, we're definitely going to talk about religion and spirituality shortly, promise. Um, yeah, so you can't stay around people who don't know who they are. If, they, if they're hiding behind their religion, they're using religion to define them in that case. And there's other people who who they are is their spiritual beliefs. But see, even those people, if, if, when, they, when somebody deals with them, they won't get mad at you because they're like, you're not that. I got it. They respect... Matter of fact, I probably should put down people who know who they are respect other people, however they are. I might need to make that number 11 or something here, man. (laughs) Well, I kind of said it somewhere else, so it's just a new way of saying it. All right. Number six, when you know who you are, you can see who's mature and who's not mature. And you'll find that you cannot stay around immature people except for the one condition that you're contributing to them. So, like, it's okay for me to be around immature people if they're going to let me coach you. But otherwise, I don't want to hang out that much. And it's not because of the lack of love. It's just too much work. Uh, unfortunately, I have people like that in my life. Well, hopefully, you know, some of this will help you to separate yourself. Not throw them away. Give them a space to catch up to you. They yeah, I think people have friends, and I feel like I'm contributing to them, you know? Otherwise, we're yeah. just talking random nonsense. Yeah. 
Contribute yeah. to them or leave them alone. Really, because help them become mature or leave them alone because they're going to drive you crazy. Just like a child that don't want to grow up. Yeah. Yeah. So I already said number seven, which is you feel clear with the direction your life is going in, even if you're not happy with the results, like Martin, Martin Luther King we talked about, right? Yep. I don't need to say anything more about that, do I? No, nah, man, I get it. Good. All right, number eight. You're not easily swayed by other people's opinions, even though you're fully willing to accept their opinions as theirs. Like, a lot of times when we're like, I didn't know, I, I, um, it seemed like a good idea at the time, that's because people are guessing when they make a decision if they don't know who they are. So if somebody says something to you about what they think and feel is different from yours, if you don't know who you are and what your values are, you might try their own as if it was yours because you don't know if yours is right or theirs is right. So you guess it. Follow? Okay. Was that understandable or do I need to say more about it? Well, you talk fast. It's hard to keep up okay. with you. I will slow down right now Thanks. from now until the end of this session. So <laughs> then, I appreciate I'm gonna, then I'm gonna then I'm gonna go back to talking fast after the session. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um people who don't know who they are will guess whether or not the decisions the, the opinions that you have, they should try on them. Like, they're so uncertain about their own opinions that if you have a strong sense of opinion, they may say, oh, well, maybe I should listen to this person. Or maybe I should think the way they think. Rather than saying, you know, rather than saying, well, that's good that you think that way, but here's my opinion. And you stand up for yourself. And you don't need anybody else to help you define yourself. Like, their opinions won't change your opinions of you and your opinions of your opinions. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah. 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 Now, information inside those opinions might help you change your opinions because you're committed to accuracy. But if you're just dealing in the world of being liked or being confused about what's right and what's not, that's a problem. Yeah, man. The other day, me and my friend, we were in this uh, this comic book store, and um, he, everywhere we go, he always buys something. I guess he's made of money. And then, and then I didn't buy nothing. Okay, I just went to look window shopping. And then he's like, "Come on, man, aren't you gonna buy something?" And I'm like, "No, okay, I'm not interested in collecting shit." Yeah. You know, just like that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Perfect example. Yeah. That. It makes me think of that. You know, it's good that yeah. he wants to buy shit, but I don't have any room for more shit. I can get this fucking comics online. Okay? Yeah. You yeah. know, I know what I want to spend my money on, and it's not right. collecting stuff. Perfectly. You, you summed that up perfectly. Great. Number nine. People who know who they are yeah. can see 
People who know who they are can see that you know who you are. And they're attracted to you because you know who you are. It's like game recognized game again. Like, oh, like, so if you meet a woman who you're interested in, who knows who she is, and she can see that you know who you are, she won't have the language to say it, but it'll connect powerfully. And that will increase your chances incredibly with being with her, assuming that you have other things in common that work. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. That would be that would be nice, you know? And yeah. I know that yeah. I speak with no filters, man. I drop F bombs and that just <laughs> I just don't believe in holding back. Yeah. I ain't gonna pretend for someone else and like change my language. You know, I could pretend to be all sophisticated and shit, but that won't last. Nice. The F-bombs are going to come out. <laughs> not, not bothered. Waste yeah, why waste your energy holding back, you know? Right. Yeah. So now, so I, I got that you got that, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Number 10. You can only really be happy in a romantic relationship. Let me say that again a little bit slower. <laughs> <laughs> You can only really be happy in a romantic relationship with someone else who knows who they really are. If they don't know who they are, they'll feel icky and uncomfortable for you to be around. Okay. So, so um, Michael Skolnick. Hey. He's somebody that doesn't really know who he is. Can you yeah, imagine how sad. can you imagine how difficult it would be for him to be in a relationship with somebody who knows who they really are? Yeah, for him that's why I said oh, you know, when he said him. I remember doing the legacy discovery of him and then he did a gizmo and then what he said was he doesn't like himself. Yeah. Mm. I feel bad. Back then, I had problems, you know, and I still yes. felt bad for him, you know? Yeah. Because <laughs> he doesn't know who he is. He's old, isn't he? Well, older. Me and him is about the same age, but he looks a lot older than me. He's, he's your age? He's in his 50s. Not in his 60s. Um, and he still doesn't know who he is. Yep. That's because knowing who you are has nothing to do with age. That's even more sad. He's an MDI. He should have, he had time. I met him 10 years ago. He was 42 back then. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. confidentially speaking, he was one of my, uh, he was one of my first coaching clients, bro. That's even more sad. He, he had all the help that he can get, and he still doesn't yeah. know who he is. Right. Yeah. Uh, remember the, 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 in your forum, somebody wrote, uh, I'd rather be alone and feel lonely than be with somebody and feel lonely. That's even more sad. That's what happens when you know who you are and you get in a relationship with someone who does not. You will be lonely 
more than they will be. They will be depending on your stability, on you knowing who you are. They don't even know that they'll be depending on your stability because you know who you are. They won't even know that's what they're doing. So if you told them, they wouldn't get it. Uh, you see this, now, see. right? Yeah, I see. The only people that could be happy in a relationship is people who know who they are. And until they know who they are, nothing else is really going to matter. Yeah, and this, this again reminds me of the the lady in the wheelchair. She works really hard yep. at her job, and she's going through a, a master's degree. Mm. So she just thinks that people will acknowledge her because she works really hard and she's really smart, which is yeah. not true, man. Nobody cares. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So she defined herself... In terms of, oh, yeah, I'm going to prove to the world that I'm really smart. They're going to know me for my brain and my hard work in this. Yeah. And, yeah, she got the job because of that, but it's not going to work anywhere else. Yeah. It's not going to help her get in a relationship unless she gets in a relationship with someone else who does not know who they are. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to say about that? I just feel sad with these people. <laughs> I don't know why. I can understand why. I can understand why. Yeah, because like, I see something obvious, but I don't know how to say that to them. I see that they're completely, completely assessed. Like, you know, Linda, the girl in the wheelchair, completely obsessed with being smart and reading books and stuff. I don't think that's what she really wants to do, man. Because people just want to be free, you know? That's people's true nature. And she's doing the opposite. What we want to do is we want to do our favorite things with our favorite people in our favorite places for the rest of our lives. That's really what we want to do. Yeah. I never thought about it like that. Yeah. You think about it, right? You want to live our highest dreams. You want to have great relationships. You want to be feeling great where we're at. Absolutely. And and be true to ourselves at the same time, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's really pretty simple. So... Now, now that I went through the problem, the unlearning, now we're going to do some learning. Ready? All righty. So there's five things you need to know about yourself in order for you to be happy in a relationship for more than 20 years. Okay. You Did you ever know this guy, Charles Gears? No, I don't know who these people are. Oh, Charles Gears was out on the West Coast. He was, at one point, he was the chairman of the board of MDI, and then later on, he was the president of MDI. So, I think it was 2010 or 2000, uh, 
nine, I don't know, whatever. I went to a Vegas convention, and um, he was, um, you know, the new president of MBI. And uh, he was, um, he was, gave his uh, uh, initial, you know, coming out speech at the, NV, ND, at the MBI convention. And he's standing in, in a, standing in the center of a circle with about 200 men and women. Because in a convention, you know, you can bring your wife, right? And usually it's going to be uh, the family of women, not just anybody. But anyhow, uh-huh. he's, standing there, he's standing there and he's talking about how great the weekend was. And his wife decided to come out and uh-huh. hold his hand. She was holding his hand like, like she was his high school sweetheart and his daughter at the same time. Ah. Uh. It was uh, so it was so adorable. She gave him permission to move and circle and do whatever he wanted and whatever she he did, she she met him at where it was at. Like if he turned left forty degrees, she moved over her legs forty degrees, like she treated she gave him the freedom to move as if she wasn't there. While she's holding his hand in the middle of this circle, and they was married more than thirty years. Damn. Exactly. So, the things that I'm going to tell you here is stuff that I recognize from 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 MDI and recognize from being in sales and recognize from coaching, um, TV, books, and I summarize it with these five things that you must know about yourself. In order to be happy in a relationship for more than 20 years. You ready? Yeah. I'm going to tell you what they are, and then I'm going to go into them in depth after I just run down the list real quick. All right? Sure. So, um, you need to know what your highest aspirations for being in a relationship is. You need to know what your highest aspirations for your life is, like your life purpose. You, you you need to know what your you, you need to have a must have list. You need to know what your love languages are. And you need to know what principles you live your life by. So I'm gonna go into them now one at a time. The first most important thing is you need to know what your highest aspirations for being in a relationship is. In other words, what's your life purpose for your relationship? You need to know what that is. And there's only five different ones. You ready? You want to know what they are? Yeah. (laughs) You're going to laugh at the first one. Spiritual beliefs. Uh Uh-huh. Adventure. Family, parenthood. Making a difference. Ah. Making a difference or contentment. Being content. I see what you did there. What? I'm glad you didn't put, you didn't lump in religion with spiritual beliefs. Because if you look at the forum, everybody's saying, "Yo, those two things do not belong together." They don't. <laughs> it's like kind of being a Muslim and being a terrorist. Those two things yeah. are separate. Right. 
Yeah, so let me talk about these things for a minute. So, you know, you nailed it with spiritual belief. Like, spiritual beliefs is more like being a monk, um, being a religious leader, because there's no, there's hardly any places to be a spiritual leader. Uh, but you could be a spiritual leader by talking about spiritualities, you know, in different forms, like the law of attraction, like um, uh, positive mental attitudes, you know, kind of like that. It's almost like it could be making a difference through spirituality, but it's really the spiritual gifts, the spiritual beliefs, and then you do with it what you want. But spirit is what has you be alive. Some folks are like empaths and they want to live a life of being an empath, so on and so forth like that. You follow? Yeah. Now, the biggest thing about all five of these is they want to be in a marriage. It, like, it would only work, or it would work best, I should say. The people have made it work when they don't have the same vision for a relationship, but it would work best for somebody who's, whose main focus in life the reason for being in a relationship to be with somebody to share a life together is through spiritual beliefs. They will want to have share a life with someone else who shares the same reasons for being in a relationship. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah. Any questions about that? Um, nope, no questions. Great. The next one is adventure. This will be two crazy people who are traveling around the world, doing stuff, never know what's going to happen next, fun, excitement, suspense, together, adventure. They life adventure, and they can really can only be at their best, their happiest with someone else who wants to do adventures too. Including adventures in the bedroom. <laughs> uh, yes. Including adventures in the bedroom, wherever it is. You know, they could be uh, world travelers. You know, they could be gamblers, which I don't recommend, but they could be. They could be, uh, you know, stock market people that just want to, like, have an adventure in that. But mo most of the time, you know, they would be, like, globetrotters. They would be, you know, party people, you know. So, like, for example, the, the, the woman that I was dating I told you about would be great, except for she didn't want to do what I want to do. She wanted adventure. She wanted to party every weekend. She wanted to go on trips. You know, she wanted to, like, sign up for new stuff. Like, dealing with new stuff is a big deal for these folks. But they want to do it with somebody. They want somebody that wants to be doing the same thing. Because that person also wants the same thing. Make sense? True, true. Yeah, some folks want to flip, jump out of planes and climb mountains. Adventure. You know, it depends, you know? So, so that's that. And then, you know, third, and this is, this, this is no order. I'm just giving you two the order I have it written down, but you only have one or one main one. And it's not like you don't like the other stuff. It's just that the one, the one main one is the one. So, so that's that. Um, the third one I have on the list is parenthood and family. Um, you know, a good example of that is the Cosby show. I know, you know, he's just smeared beyond belief, <laughs> but the TV show, this TV show is still legendary. You know what I mean? 
because yeah. he's Cliff and Claire. They were all about the family. They led the family. You know, they were all about family, man. Parenthood. Yeah, he he did what he did, like as a lawyer. I mean, as a doctor, she did what she did as a lawyer. But after the job, it was all about family, and that was their main reason for being together. Make sense? Some people want that, you know? I know. Yeah. Is your, your, your mom and dad still together, right? Oh, yeah. They don't always get along, but they're still together. And they, and why you think they work yeah. together, too. Yeah. So... Yeah, maybe. Yeah, bro. They had a dream. Yep, and they live in it together. They both want the same thing, even if they don't. Even if they don't like each other, they still like what they do together. And if they could ever get off it, maybe if they did like the curriculum for living, they'd fall in love again or something. Oh, mm-hmm. Don't ask me to coach them. I'm not doing that. <laughs> oh God, you're gonna have a headache coaching them, bro. I know, man. Bro, it's for me. Yeah. Yeah, not not me, man. I ain't doing that. All right, next. Uh, making a difference together. So, you know, Martin Luther King and his wife, Coretta, they was about making a difference together, you know? Because yeah. they was about making a difference. So you, I know you are make a difference kind of guy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. Yeah, you couldn't be in a, in a, in that career. Guardian, uh, the Guardian Angels. You couldn't be there if it, if you was not about making a difference. So you need to find somebody that wants to make a difference. They don't have to make a difference the same way. Or maybe they do. I don't know. But you need to be with somebody that's that's down to make a difference because that way you can share life and appreciate each other's lives. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Don't even worry. Don't even look for nothing else. If she ain't making a difference, don't, she's not committed to making a difference, it don't got to be the same way as yours. Then you got to work it out. But if it ain't about making a difference together or, or, or having a relationship where you each make a difference and you bring your life together to share the differences you make and learn how to make differences together, if it ain't about that, you're wasting your time. going to fail sooner or later, probably sooner. I'm telling you. Yeah. Does it make sense? Oh, more than you know. <laughs> <laughs> yep. If you only get anything out of this program except for this, if you get nothing out of these six sessions with this conversation right here, you're like 90% able to choose the right partner right here. Yeah, man. We have to be able to understand each other. Exactly. Can't and appreciate know. each other and work with each other. Yeah, and appreciate it. Yeah. Like, I couldn't deal with selfish bitches, you know? Like, yeah. if I say I'm volunteering, helping people, she'd be like, why the fuck are you doing that? <laughs> that's a good, right. That's going to be a problem. Yep. Yep. All right, next. And then the last one of the five is be, wanting to be content. So what you just said, a woman would say to you, is probably somebody that just wants to be happy, just wants to be content, just wants life to go pretty good. Better today than it was yesterday, and I hope better tomorrow than it is today. 
And, you know, we got to work and do whatever we got to do. But most of we come home and we be together and just trying to chill out, do nothing, watch TV or whatever, watch TV, have sex, eat, whatever, basic fundamental operations. Um, that, you know, that's what you got. I see. So you got to know which one is yours. And then you got to be able to recognize other people's because then if you don't recognize theirs, you're going to be trapped with somebody who's not a match for you. And then you're going to be thinking, that seemed like a good idea at the time. Okay. Uh, if I had to pick just one, and it would have to be spiritual beliefs because that would unlock all the other ones. Because well, I can just damn talk about it for hours and hours. So, so being in the guardian angels for you is a spiritual experience for you? Um, it's making a difference, but that came from spiritual beliefs. So, so then you need to find somebody who's about spiritual beliefs, not religious beliefs, and you need to be able to tell the difference. <laughs> yeah, um... That decision to join the Guardian Angels, I just did it, you know. I saw the flyer, read what they're about, and I liked it. I called them. I actually hit them out on Facebook, and I actually emailed them first. And I did not get an email back, so I was persistent. I hit them up on Facebook, and then they got back to me. Yeah. I was determined to join. Yeah. Determined. Apparently. So... You want to be with somebody who has spiritual beliefs and who's committed to honoring and expressing and experiencing them in her own way. You know, she might, she might be a teacher because for her, teaching is kind of like making a difference, but making a difference, but, but, but being spiritual beliefs, like she's, you know, honoring her spirit and honoring the spirit of others by taking care of the spirit as opposed to just making a difference, period. So me, spirituality is a tool for me to make a difference. For you, it's almost like making a difference is a tool to experience or express your spirituality. Does that, does that make sense? Uh, yeah. Actually, yes. Even though you said it's complicated, yes, that made sense. Okay, great. I wanted to make sure that it made sense. I was going to double check with you, but uh, okay, I'll buy that. Okay, that's the, that's the first biggest thing you need to know. The second thing, um, yeah, you you need to be only looking for a woman that's about spiritual beliefs. You know, let me say, um, she gets to define how it is because it might be a different way than yours, but it's still a connection. It's still something you can share your life with. You don't got to do it together in order to be together. Right. For me, have the exact same thing. It just has to just has to be put together, like parts of a computer. You're gonna have different brands. You just stick them inside, and it still works. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I think the spiritual belief is is the one that I am because even uh, in the Laughter is the best medicine after all. That's one of my contacts. You know, that came from spiritual beliefs. You know? Great. Great. I love it, bro. 
and, and, you know, I'm really glad because I don't care which one you have as long as you know what it is. Because that's going to yeah. dictate that's going to dictate everything about the goodness of your life, bro. So, okay. So next, the second thing is you need to know what your highest aspiration for your life is, your life purpose, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's based off those five things too, but they're not always the same thing. So, for me personally, my highest aspiration for for my life is to make a difference in my own way. And also my highest aspiration for being in a relationship is to be with somebody who wants to make a difference so we could be making a difference together. I think. But, but if you want to be in a relationship with, if your highest aspiration for being in a relationship is with somebody who wants to be making, uh, who wants to, uh, who's, who's uh, connected to and want to fulfill on and share mm-hmm. spiritual beliefs, but they want to be a chef or a doctor or a dog trainer as their highest aspiration for their own life. That's kind of like Heath, Cliff, and Claire, where they were about family when the relationship, but then for their own life, he wanted to be a great doctor. She wanted to be a great lawyer. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's okay. I can yeah. live with that. I don't give a damn about the job. Yes. It's about how you share your life. It's the quality of the life that you share together is the point. Make sense, right? Uh, yeah. Got any questions about that? No, just some comments. Uh, I've tried the long-distance dating thing, and it just it just produces absolutely nothing. You know. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> just, I just thought about it just now. You know, I've I've done it before. I'm not gonna fucking travel all that way, man. It's just not happening. Yep. You know. But when I, in my younger years, I was like, no, you gotta be open to everything. You you'll never know. You gotta try. Fuck that. It's a waste of time. I'm thirty plus. Thirty plus. And I'm like, unless it's coming to New York. Or she's from New York or whatever. It's just not happening. <laughs> but see, it wasn't. It wasn't a waste of time. It was training in the school of hard knocks, and you got the lesson. What I meant was, I don't want to waste extra time. Got it. And you're in a place I where you don't have to do that. Some fucking tri-state area. You know, I'm certainly not going to travel even more. Yeah. Oh gosh, people keep calling me. <laughs> That's all right. That's because I'm important, just like you. Yes. <laughs> That'd be funny. All right, next. <laughs> the third thing is um, you, you, you got to create your must-have list. You've said a couple of those things now before already, but let me explain what a must-have list is. You ready? Uh, I have to take a leak, so I'll be back. I'll be right here. All right.
Uh, I am back. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, so I'm talking about the, 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 the third thing of the five things, which is a must-have list. You got to know what you must have, like you know what you must have if you have a car. When you got a car, you must have it like you must have car insurance. You must have oil in the motor so that it doesn't eat itself alive. You must have gas in the car. You must have air in the tires. There's some things you must have or the car ain't working. Uh, right? Yeah. And then there's some things you must never have, which is like sugar in the in the gas tank, uh, broken windshields, the things you just cannot have is never going to work. Make sense? Yeah, bro. Relationships are actually simple, like you said. It's still about three things: eating, fucking, and looking at stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh, part of it. That's for sure. And not uh, doing. No, pissing each other off, you know? Just maintain that. Eating, fucking, yeah. and looking at stuff. And you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You're All right. So, Going to let the me continue. Right? Fucking watching plays. That's looking at stuff. Are you watching Netflix? Netflix and chill. <laughs> All right. Shut up, you, for a minute, damn it. <laughs> So, so um, you must know what you must have. So uh-huh. women generally have a checklist. They have a qualifying checklist. You know, the guy must be tall or short, or he must be big or slim, or he must have money or not so much money. Or he must, you know, follow behind her to the end of time or something. You know, like they've got the thing that they want, and if they don't see it early, they start disappearing and like that, right? But that's got nothing yeah. to do. That's got very little to do with with what they must have. People who don't know who they are, they don't know how to do a must-have list. So people confuse that with a checklist or a red flag list. Yeah. Um. You know. So so when I say must-have, this is stuff that you know that if you don't get it in your relationship, the relationship's not going to work. So one of your must-haves is probably probably a secondary must-have, but you're clear you must have it. Is we're not doing any long-distance relationships. You must have somebody close by, close enough to be with. Would that be accurate? So must. Uh yeah, that's that is the most basic of the basic things. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, another thing that's a must for you, we just clarified that 100%, is that the woman you're with is spiritual, not religious. She can't be religious. Just don't be a fucking twat. <laughs> that's what I mean. It's like, if she's, if she's religious inside of being spiritual, that's the same as just being spiritual. You know what I'm saying? She's using a language of, of religion to express her spirituality not to define who she is because she's religious. I, yeah, exactly. As long as yes. she's religious, spiritual in some way, and if religion adds to that and it makes her a better person, 
And yeah, I'm all for that. But I'm just right. saying, some people are not like that. Yes. But I think love them. The example I want to give is there's an event in August called Topless Day. <laughs> okay. How do I know about that? I just know. Women walk around topless to inform people that it's okay because it's not illegal to go around topless. Not in New York. <clears throat> yes, in New York. It's okay. It's not yeah. against the law. And then there's, during the parade, there's the religious people, the very angry religious people, who are saying, oh, you're not supposed to do that. Uh, you're going to burn in hell. Okay, you're going to, you know, you're, you're sinner, you're showing your titties and yeah, they have freedom of speech, but, you know, that's just, that's messed up. That They're trying to control other people. Yep. You know? Yep, I know. And look at how pissed off they are. If you see the video, I'm going to find it for you. It's just completely and utterly pissed off. They don't look happy. And they look, they look ugly as shit, by the way. I don't want to see their titties, okay? So that tells you about them. Say it again. Other people's freedom. And I'm all about yes. freedom. Yes. Great. Yeah, that's one of my core values. Great. So you, you you should probably have a list of about 10 or 12 things. You should think about it. Because when you think about other other relationships you've been in, close relationships, you know, whatever, you want to think about what didn't work and what absolutely did work. And um, that's that's going to be a list. What, what? Yeah, you know, when I was in a relationship, I was just going through the motions, uh, thinking about, oh, this worked well. That didn't work well. You know, just stimulus and response. Stimulus and response. Oh, uh, got it. So yeah, yeah. So um, I'll tell you a couple of mine, so maybe it'll, like, help you think more about yours, right? So um, one of mine is that um, I can't be with somebody who withholds information. Can't uh-huh. be with withholds. you got to be able to talk freely, let me talk freely. Nobody's shutting down nobody, and nobody's hiding nothing. What I mean by nobody's hiding nothing is I'm not saying you can't pull no tricks on me, no surprises. You know what I mean? And and if you don't think, like, if you don't want to bring up a subject, I can't make you bring up a subject you don't want to bring up because I don't even know there's a subject to bring up. But if we start talking about it, you can't hold it. So that's what I mean by withholding, you know what I mean? I'm not saying tell me everything, but when we start talking, don't hold nothing. That's, that's a must-have for me. Make sense? Of course, you're... In communications, right. uh, you got to have someone who can communicate with you. Right. Yeah. Another yeah. thing is, another thing is, she cannot be sloppier than me. <laughs> Allison, I'm not the neatest, but I will. I could live with Felix Unger. You remember the Odd Couple, that TV show? Who? This there was a TV show called The Odd Couple. Felix Unger okay. and Felix Unger and Oscar Madison. And they lived in Midtown Manhattan. One of them was a clean freak. The other one was a hoarder. Clumpy pig. And they were roommates. And it was hilarious for like 10 years on TV. Man. 
Wow. Yeah, the odd couple. That's what they called. That's what the show was called. <clears throat> the theme song was do 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 and Felix was the neatest guy people know. Felix was one of those nitpicking, nervous Nelly guy kind of guy. You know? um, I'm trying to think who I know around MBI is like Felix. I think there's at least one person I, I can remember, but I, I, the name ain't coming to me now, right? But um, I can live with somebody that's as nervous Nelly as that. I don't want to, but I could if I had to, you know, given <laughs> everything else is working. She's like a super neat freak. I would just make sure that I didn't do nothing to get her upset, you know? But somebody sloppy to me? Oh no, that's not gonna work. I already tried it. It doesn't work. Like hell no, not even close. <laughs> I'm not close. I want somebody. Matter of fact, another must-have for me is that she needs to be either low, very low maintenance, or no maintenance at all. Like she can wake up, take a shower, put her clothes on in a half hour. Don't need no baby, you know, crying or none of that stuff for me. Let's go. Bonnie and Clyde, let's roll. You know what I mean? So you need to know the characteristics, the qualities, the, the patterns, the habits that you need to like and want. And if you didn't get it, you couldn't, you couldn't, the relationship won't work for you. I'll tell you, I'll tell you uh, one more. Um, uh, I need somebody that's, that sex is a big deal for them. So much so that they're never going to tell me no unless they're physically, can't, can't, uh, physically unable to perform. You know, so they got, they got cramps, you know, they, they're worn out, tired, you know. But other than that, we have a sex. And, she, and matter of fact, I prefer, it's not a mandatory, but I prefer that she likes sex just a little bit more than I do. Totally. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah I don't want to be like somebody that's moody when it comes to sex. Hell no, not doing it. I deserve yeah, better. I, feel better. I don't want to have yeah. to convince them every time. Right. So you need to know what your must-have list is, so you should be, like, working on that. And since you're probably you're just starting, you should probably um, look at your must-have list over time, like constantly check it out so you can improve it over time until you're, like, clear, these are it. And you already got some of them already. Any, yeah. Any, any questions about that? Um. Well, no questions. I just, I understand. Gotta have a must-have okay. list. Yeah. You know, anytime you want to call, you want to talk to me about the must-have list. That's understandable because that's a people don't know that one. You know. Um. You know, they they just want to make sure that you know you got the girls want to make sure you got enough money. You're strong. You don't pay attention to them. That's it. So, all right, next. You familiar with the love languages, right? We talked about that, right? Yep. Love languages, what are yours? I have two. Words of affirmation and touching. Got it. In that order? In not in that order. Yeah. No, actually, touching is first. Then okay. words of affirmation. Yes. Well, yeah. you could be with somebody who's 
touch first, words of affirmation second, or you could be with somebody who's words of affirmation first, touch second. But they need to be the top two. There, there has to be touching in the relationship. Otherwise, there's no yes, relationship. She could be right. anything, but she has to understand that we have to touch. <laughs> yes. To speak louder than words. Yeah. Yeah, so for me, I'm like, I'm words of affirmation first, touch second. And, um, you know, I always got along with women that was, you know, words of affirmation and touch. We got along great. Didn't even know how great we got along. We got along so great. Of course, that was all before I learned about the five love languages, but still, you need to know yours and be able to recognize hers. I'm not going to go into it because you pretty much know that, right? Yeah, I mean, I think um, I'm open to any woman who has any language. You know, as long as she mm-hmm. does my language and I do hers, that's absolutely fine. She, yeah. could, she could have quality time. I'll yeah. just have to explain it to her. These are the five yeah. love languages, and this is mine. Beautiful. I'll do yours, you do mine. You know? Yes. It's best when, I will tell you though, it is best when y'all have the same, but I'm glad that you're smart enough to know if it's important enough, the woman is grateful of every other way, then you give her her love languages even if it ain't yours. That's a beautiful thing. Most people ain't mature enough or capable enough to do that. So I, I yeah, know. Well, if she's close to touching, I'll be happy. Yeah. I mean, touching outside yep. of sex, you know? like, you know, holding hands, yep. you know, kissing and other stuff, yes. you know, first is quality time, fine, let's spend the whole day together, as long as there's touching. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. All right, that's the four of the five things you need to know about yourself. Um, and the last piece is, is um, possibly the second biggest, but they're all huge. So the last one is you need to know the principles you live your life by. And so before I go into that, and it won't be long because you're going to have to do some work research on this yourself, and I'll make it easy for you. There's only part of, it, part, part of your assignment. So people use values and principles and standards kind of like interchangeably. Um, they usually start with values, and um, you know sometimes they'll be like, "We're principle based." What they really mean when they say in that is they mean value. And then um, standards, um, kind of like hard rules this is the way it should go. And um, what um, what those three words really mean? They, they belong in a sentence in a particular order. So um, what starts, the first thing is principles. So when a person says, so when a person says, these are, the, these, are the, these are my values, what they're saying is, these are the principles that I value. Uh-huh. You, you can see what I mean by that? Yeah. Um, do I need to say more about that? I mean, I could, but I just want to check in, you know? Yeah, please do say more. Okay, good. So let's use the principle of generosity. So I value people who are generous. What they're saying is they value people, they value generosity so much that they want generosity 
coming through people. They want to experience generosity, and they want to experience people at the same time. Generosity is a principle that is an intangible, but can be expressed in billions of different ways. So that would be a principle? That would be a principle. Love is a principle. Generosity is a principle. Um, appreciation. Like, these are ways of being that humans have. So, you know, when you did the landmark form and you did whatever else you did after that, they talked about create, just create a possibility for yourself in your life, right? Yeah. They talked about um, there's a, there's a, they have, you know, the boards in the ceilings, right? One of the boards is transformation. I'm going to say the whole thing because I, I get a kick out of saying it, right? One of the few things that I memorized. Transformation, the genesis of a new realm of possibility. Yeah. <laughs> in the landmark forum, you will experience a, a uh, uh, transformation. You experience a new realm of possibility for yourself in your life. Inside this new realm of possibility, the constraints the past imposes on your view of life disappear. A new view of life emerges. Possibilities for being call you powerfully into being. O- new openings for action call you powerfully into action. The experience of being alive transforms, right? So what they're saying is when you create a possibility, you're not just creating like a single possibility. You're opening yourself up to a world, a realm, an environment of possibility in that particular possibility that you declare, right? Uh, You said a lot of things. Okay, so let's say I drink a gallon of water a day, right? Right. That's what I'll do because I value the the health part of it. What would that be? Um, Yeah, health would probably be like... um, let me see. It would be um, vitality. It could be freedom. It could be functionality or workability. Like one of those would be the principles that would be behind your actions. Does that does that make sense? Um. So the principle is staying hydrated. No, and having good skin. That's what. That's the result that you want. But why do you want that result? Why do you want that result? Why do I want the good skin? Because it's good for your body. So what difference does that make? It looks better. And you stay hydrated and you don't get thirsty. And it's good for you. It's good for my body. So what? Well, it's good for my body. Why is doing something that's good for your body make a difference? It does for me because I don't know how to explain it. You know, because my body is important. This is beautiful. Your body is your temple. Do you honor it or do you take it for granted? Okay. So you said a principle called honor. So for you... That was your principle? Honor is one of the principles that exist in the universe. Honor. The principle could be a broad term. 
like yeah, generosity and honor? Principles are broad terms that can be refined to suit purposes. It can be refined. Yes. You can narrow it down for your use. You can, excuse me, let me rephrase that. You can narrow the usage of it, but it's still going to be broad. <clears throat> okay, I'm, I'm getting it a little bit. That's fine. So when you said you, are you honoring your temple, what you're saying is, like, honor is a big deal for you. If you did not honor it, it would be an integrity issue for you. I don't think of it like that. I just think I need to fight. I need to have a strong body to live another day to fight. Um, I'm thinking more of hope and justice because when I do kickboxing class, you know, it's tough, man. The cardio is tough. And then the thing that gets me through is, you know, I'm doing this for the sake of hope and justice. So I hear honor. I hear hope. I hear spirit. These are principles that you that's directing your life, and the thing, the actions you take are a representative of the principles that you live your life by. They're a demonstration. They're they're um, the uh, tools that allow you to produce the results that you want, and the results that you want is honor, spirituality, making a difference, like that. Correct? Yes. Now, you didn't know that about yourself, but that's what you were doing nevertheless. True, I did not know that. I would not have tied drinking a lot of water to honor. But that's why most people don't know who they are, because they don't know the values that they live their life by, because they don't know their values are really principles. They're principles that they value the principles that they've decided to align themselves with. You can always change your principles, you can always change your values all your time, but principles do not change. You just change the way you express and experience those principles. Make sense? Um, yeah. So let's say if I want to be the strongest fighter there ever is, what, what, was, what is the principle of that? Well, it depends on why you want to be the greatest, strongest fighter who ever lived. That's hmm, not sure. See, your why for what you do is always going to be connected to a principle, whether it's a positive or a negative one. Uh, well, in the past... You, yeah, sorry. Good. Just uh, in the past, I've been uh, robbed, attacked, uh, threatened, verbally. I'm just sick of it. So I'm sick of it. So um, is protection, safety, that kind of thing, part of it? It's not the only thing, but it's part of it, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, those who protect themselves can protect others. So it all starts with me. Yes. So 
it sounds like leadership is another one of your principles. Excuse me? Did you, did you just faint or, or did you just like, what happened just now? <laughs> so how did you come up with leadership? I was talking about fighting and then. Yes. Use fighting for others. Yeah, is that's what fighting crime for others, making yeah. a difference. Right. That's sort of like leadership. You may not feel it, so I'm just telling you what I heard. I'm not saying that's what it is. You get to say. Okay. I'm not going to tell you who you are. I'm just telling you what I heard, and I could be wrong, and I'm okay with that. I wouldn't have tied those two things together. I just found it interesting. I just want to know how you came to that conclusion. Because taking care of others means you got to be out front taking care of others. You remember the key? Yeah, bro, you don't know what I've been through, man. This fucking guarding the event was rough. Like I told you, man, I got the experience of being poor. Mm -hmm. Fucking fighting for a hot dog. Yeah. You know? So how many times, how many, did did you, uh, you assisted around um, uh, Legacy Discovery a couple times, right? I attended Legacy Discovery. I don't remember assisting it. Oh, okay, okay, so you're tired. Okay, great. So, um, do you remember the king archetype? Yeah. Yeah, the king was of service to his kingdom, correct? Yeah. Yeah, so what I heard you saying, you know, you didn't use the word protecting others, but fighting for others. That's what a king or a warrior would do. But both of them, in that case, would be leadership. Now, that might not have been your reason, so you didn't choose that as a principle. And and you don't have to. It could be honor and it could be love rather than leadership. But I'm just telling you what I heard, and you get to say what's true for you. Does that communicate? Okay, so leadership is a trait of the king because, you know, he has to rule kingdoms. Yeah, but it's also a principle. Okay. Leadership leadership is a principle that you can express in millions of different ways. But leadership is leadership. It's different from love, but they both serve a lot of the same purposes. But if, if, you know, love, honor, service was there, then, then forget about leadership. You don't have to, like, take it. I'm just telling you what I thought I heard. But I'm not saying that that's you. You get to say who you are, principle-wise. Follow? Oh, okay. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just wondering how you came up with that, you know? Yeah. So I'm going to say something else that I think is very powerful. You ready? Oh, boy. Yeah. So the way I was identifying your principles, or at least the principles that I heard you pointing in the direction of, uh huh, you could see how I was like making deductions, right, about what you were saying and where it probably came from, right? Uh huh. That's how you be able to see and see through others, because you'd be looking for the principles that would be behind their actions and their words. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yeah. 
And when you're able to do that, you can get to the bottom of who people are really quickly. You don't say. Sound like you're impressed, huh? <laughs> I'm shocked. I'm I've got little... that. <laughs> but see, that's how it could be simple to learn who people are. By listening to and, and watching their actions and words and then saying what principles are they expressing through their actions and through their words. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I just take systems that I learn and I apply them. Like now I look at people differently when I read the five relationship languages. I look at, okay, what's yeah. that person's language? What's this person's language? Right. I was able to identify my own and I, I can identify my parents' language. Yes. Like my mom and my dad, it's acts of service. Yes. My mom's always bitching about oh, nobody helps around the house and this and that. Yes. <laughs> I love it. So I want you to listen to this part of the, of the uh, recording until you can do that on your own with other people. Like listen to what they're saying and then hear what's the principles behind them. And how you're going to be able to do that, my man, is that I'm going to send you a list of different principles. I call it principles that support love and relationships. But they're principles. So you're going to see faith, enthusiasm, acceptance, um, being a stand and building up others, harmony, understanding, trust. You're going to see all of this. Imagination, communication. You're going to see all of these. And you, I'm, I want you to identify the ones that are most connected to who you are, that you feel most connected to. All right. And then, and then underneath it is going to be a list of principles that are the opposite, the negative mm -hmm. versions of those. And so you're going to look at those, and you want to know when you want to be able to recognize these, so you can start seeing who people really are. And so, all right. The more you, the more you're able to see who people are, the easier it'll be for you to choose the right partner. Tell them, or deal with anybody. Make sense? Uh, yeah, yeah. Anything, wow, anything your phone is still ringing. You're quite yeah. The guy. yeah, I forgot about that. You can hear it. <laughs> That's um, it's not my phone. It's um, I'm getting notifications on my computer. There's somebody else. Yeah, that's 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 creating committed relationships is driving me crazy, bro. Comments all over the man. Probably get about 200 comments a day on average. I'm guessing. Anyhow, whatever. <laughs> yeah. All right. So. Uh, any questions about that? Well, I mean, not right now. Not okay. right now. Listen, I want to—I acknowledge you for your focus and your listening, man. This is the most I've ever heard you listen to me. Give it up, time. Yeah, listen, it's only—how uh, can I say, man? It only took you ten years to start listening to me. I appreciate it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> now that um, you know who you are, you can hear me better, damn it. Nine. Right. Nine years. Okay. 
Nine. Okay. Nine. Gotcha. Fine. We close. All right. Good. So now, now that you know who you need to be and how, what you need to know about yourself in order for you to know yourself and be able to choose the right partner, I'm going to tell you really quickly uh, the ten things that you need to recognize. Like if you had a checklist, this checklist I'm about to give you is the, really almost the only checklist you need. This your principles and your must-have list, like all the things that you that we just went through, you need to know that. Plus, know what, you're, what I'm about to tell you. You ready? You're going to have this list somewhere, right? You're going to send it to me? Yeah, of course I'm going to send it to you. We don't need to spend a whole lot of time on this. I promise you. This will be quick. All righty. So, in no particular order, you got to have, number one, a unified purpose. A unified purpose. That would be your highest aspiration for being in a relationship, plus any other unified purposes that you have. Make sense? Yeah. Simple enough, right? Yeah. Okay, number two, that your partner knows themselves completely. They know themselves completely? Yeah. They know who they are, what they're about. They can see who through other people. They can see themselves and others. They know who they are. Well, then, they only have to be your clients. That limits the options. <laughs> <laughs> if they don't know who they are, maybe they should be clients, you know? <laughs> you funny. They need to I mean, know, that's you know. The thing. I mean, that eliminates 99% of the women in the world. Well, maybe 70 but you know, even the spiritual people don't know this stuff. Uh no. But there's a few. Let me tell, let me help you. Let me give you a clue on who to listen to in the group who knows themselves completely. You ready? Is it Krusty Marie? No. Is she one of them? No, Patricia Love. Listen to her. Okay. She might not say the things you would want in a woman. But she knows herself completely. All right. Yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't mean she doesn't know who she's going to evolve into next year or next week. But she knows who she is now. And she knows that she can know who she is now. She's like a perfect example of this, this whole session. Because I'm watching her, listening to her, chatting with her once in a while. This woman knows who she is inside now. She knows. So let her be like a model for you when you're listening to her talk about her life and the things that she does and all that, right? Alrighty. She's not your type. Don't worry about it. But she knows who she is. <laughs> <laughs> and it's more important to know who you are. Um, Raheem is another person who knows who he is, but he's a guy. Mm. So you know, let me see if there's anybody else in there. There's only two that I'm clear 100% that they know who they are. So those are two. Okay, next thing. Number three, this is challenging, but you want this. That life is far better with her in your life than without her. You're looking for that. Yeah. And you're going to get this list, but I'm, I'm you know, telling you. Make sense? Yeah. Okay, great. Number four, five, and six are principles. You want these principles in her. 
You want to see these principles in there. You ready? Okay. You, she needs to be forgiving, generous, and loving. Forgiving, generous, loving. I'm going to email this to you. But, but that makes sense, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, the forgiveness part is hard. So you got to look for that. Somebody that's forgiving. Not a <clears throat> I'm pretty forgiving. So I'm going to encourage others to be forgiving. That's great. And you should look for people who look for a woman who uh, look at, at that being one of her qualities, that she's forgiving. I don't know. Women bitch a lot, and they have a, you know, like Justin Stone says, they have a list, man. That's going to be yeah. hard. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about their differences next week. But in the meantime, <laughs> you, you want to be looking for this, okay? Okay. You want to, be, you want to look for this. So, uh, forgiveness, giving, generous, loving. That's four, five, and six. Number seven, you have the same love languages. I don't need to say nothing about that. You know that so well that. You just need to know. You already know that, so you're looking for that. Great sex. I think you already know that too. <laughs> of course, everybody knows that. <laughs> okay, number nine, that you treat her and she treats you like family. Uh-huh. Like, like you know, she's already acting like she's your wife. Not like she's acting like she's your wife. She's acting like the wife you want her to be, or you hope she could be. You know, like like Justin uh-huh. says. You know. Yep. Really. Um, and then number 10 is that you're a partnership. In other words, she's not leaning on you to do everything and vice versa. Y'all like actually, you like participating with each other together. You, have a, you have a mindset of the relationship is more than just being related that you actually do stuff together. You do your part. She does her part. It's a partnership. Everybody's doing their job. Yeah. So I told you this would be, this needs to be quick. You're going to get this list. This is this list is called this is the choosing a partner wisely list. Choosing a partner wisely. Yes. So that's session one, bro. I see. This is, it went a little longer than I thought, but I, I know it's because you was actually really listening and pulling that out of me, and I'm I'm grateful, bro. Yes. Anything you want to say in in closing? Uh, Well, I'm going to work more on these uh, principles and values. That sounds like deep stuff, you know. Yeah, it is. It is. Tell you, it'll give you x-ray vision, bro. Okay. So... Yeah, and I would tell you to listen to the recording. I'm going to open up a Dropbox folder, a separate Dropbox folder than the ones you got from in the past, just for this program, right? All right. Very cool. All right, man. That's all I got to say. Anything else uh, for you? Uh, I'm just shocked. I'm still in shock. Shock about what? Still referring to the part of our principles and theme for oh. people. Yeah. Probably. When you get that, when you get that, bro, oh, my God. 
It'll be amazing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's what helps me to be a good coach because I can see the principles people live their life by. I'm not always 100% accurate, but mostly, you know? I mean, look, Michael Jordan missed 9,000 shots, you know what I'm saying? So, look like perfect. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm closing, I'm closing the call out, bro. We're done. You done? All right. All right. Okay, man. Yeah. Talk to you later. Okay. Peace out. Peace out. Peace out. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.